I hope you're having an amazing day today. I'm especially excited to be coming to you today because this is one of my favorite topics I have always felt super passionately about, and I'm excited to dive into it with you. So today we're going to talk about social media. We have been going over boundaries. And this is one of the biggest areas that I think it is so crucial to be talking about boundaries. So, you know, I know everyone has lots of opinions about social media. And wherever you land on it, I really think this episode is just going to help you take another step. Try and reveal some things that you might need to see that you might not be seeing now. So, and I think this You know, we're always here talking about healing and creating these healthy lives. And I think this could not be more relevant. You know, if you struggle to stay present, I'm guessing your social media or your phone is one of the issues. If you're struggling with anxiety or depression even, I think this could be one of the issues contributing to that. Obviously, that can be a lot broader, but maybe for you, the core of it is this. If you feel like you never have enough time, if you feel like you are constantly struggling with your self-worth, if you feel like you aren't good enough, which I know so many of you struggle with that thought just like me, there might be a component, big or small, of social media that is contributing to those things. And so I I want to dive in this with you today. Make sure that you are just opening your ears to hear what God might be trying to show you and be ready to take a step. I know this, you know, people get so attached to their social media and it can feel like a scary step or you're not so sure if you want to hear what I have to say, but I really believe there is so much life that can be found when we set really healthy boundaries, especially with social media and our phones. So let's jump in. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Let's do this. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Like I said, I'm super passionate about this topic, social media and boundaries, and I I have been for a really long time. So just to share a little bit about my journey with social media, back in, uh, let's see, started in MySpace, anyone, in high school, and and then when I got to college, you know, jumped over to Facebook like all the cool cats, and, you know, at first I just loved it. I really didn't have much of a God filter back then. I kind of just went with what was happening and didn't really think twice about it. It's so funny looking back how clearly I can see I made these, like, just poor choices, like even just taking really awkward selfies and... (laughs) posting them on whatever website it was. And looking back, I just still feel embarrassed about that. So, you know, there's that. 
But for most of college, I kind of had like a, a normal relationship with social media, just normal meaning similar to what everyone else had, you know, kind of used it and didn't think twice about it. I don't know that it really consumed my mind uh, or my time at, uh, during that period. I'm sure I used it to procrastinate uh, at some point during those college years because I was, hopefully I'm not still the queen of procrastination. <laughs> But as you know my story, I have struggled my whole life just really with this pervasive belief that I am not good enough. Just almost like there's something wrong with me. Like people aren't going to like me. They're going to think I'm weird. I don't fit in. And, you know, constantly comparing myself to everyone else. So obviously, I'm sure you've heard at this point, social media completely fuels comparison. And so at some point, I think after college, I started to kind of connect the dots of how I would feel after I would be on social media and how much worse I would feel. I would just, you know, be stuck even deeper in this bubble of like, I'm not good enough. And what is wrong with me and my life? And why don't I have any friends? And why don't I have anything? And why don't I do anything cool? And why aren't I pretty? And Anyone ever gone down that hole? I mean, it sounds kind of crazy saying all that out loud, but I bet you if you were to pause for people, especially that struggle with these thoughts, if you were to pause after you get off social media, what is streaming through your head? What are those thoughts? I bet you what I'm sharing is not too far off from that. So at some point, I connected the dots and I realized that it was only stealing from my life. And not only that, not only just fueling comparison and, you know, not feeling good enough, but I also would just scroll endlessly and feel so yucky. Like, what am I doing with my time? What did I just do for that two hours? I could have even, you know, like even watching a movie would have been more productive even watching a TV show. I mean, anything. And so around that time is like, I think when I became really passionate about it. And, you know, at first I cut it out. I don't don't even remember the exact progression of what happened, but I started cutting it out for good amounts of time. You know, maybe it started for like a month. And then I think at some point it turned into like a full year and I would kind of go on and off it. But every time I would get back on, I would just feel it starting to suck me back in. Like the moment that I would re-engage, I felt that addiction begin to build again. And I don't know about you, but I am, I love productivity. I love feeling good about how I spend my time. I love accomplishing things. I love that, oh, just like right now when I'm, I'm getting to build my business of this podcast, it is so fun. Every minute of it that I get is, is invigorating. And then when I, you know, find myself in one of these rabbit holes, I'm just like, oh my gosh, why did it, even five minutes, why did I waste that five minutes doing that. What did that bring to my life? Only bad things for me. So at that point, back sometime after college, it became like one of my things. You know how sometimes we all have like those things we're really passionate about and kind of like weird on, but we don't even care where this is like a sticking point. We're drawing a line in the sand and this became one of my things. I did not like social media and I was passionate about that for a long time. Well, I still am obviously. And I was, I was so passionate that I didn't really even ever get on Instagram. I, at some point, created a profile. I don't even know if that's what you call it on there. And I, you know, had like, I think, five pictures on there. But I, I never used it. I never, like, found people. This was kind of after that era. Everyone was really finding people. Not that 
that doesn't happen anymore. But especially like that college grad school time where everyone's searching everyone and you have a million followers and all that. I miss that bus, which is um, okay with. And really, I didn't even know how to use it. And so what happened is then, um, you know, after my miscarriage, I really felt God calling me to put my voice back out the world, not back out, but into the world for the first time. And, you know, this was right when the pandemic started. And so I didn't, I felt like the only way to do that was to re-engage on social media because, you know, we're all stuck in our houses. I felt like I wanted to have my voice out there to support people, to to draw them to God, to speak truth. And so I got back on Instagram after years, I don't even know, a decade, long time, um, after not having been engaged really on Instagram. And I felt at the time like it was like what I had to do. Like there was no other option for what I could do. And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know at that time I was going to start a podcast. My goal at that point actually was starting a blog. And I didn't really know how else to get it out into the world except for by social media. And so I jumped back on. And really it was um, just like I always remembered it. Pretty awful. (laughs) A time suck when it would be... uh, when I would let my boundaries down, it would fuel comparison less than it used to because, you know, I've really taken ground in that area and I can kind of notice when it it sweeps up, when it starts rising up, but it still, still had that effect on me. But I felt like I I had to do it. If I was going to build a business, I, I had to be on Instagram. Like, what else do you do? And you know, I'm, I'm still on there. I just haven't posted in a long time. And you know what's funny is currently as we speak, as I'm speaking, uh, Instagram and Facebook are down globally. Like what? This is, uh, it's so interesting, the timing, because I've been planning this episode for a week and here we are. Like what is happening? Maybe this is a sign. Actually, you know, I'll, I'll ask you a question about that in a moment. But the beautiful thing is, you know, I, I started, I've done been doing a coaching program to help me learn how to grow this business because I have no idea what I'm doing with business. <laughs> I'm just making this up as I go. But having someone to guide me has been so helpful. And she is amazing. Stephanie Gass, look her up. She's an amazing podcast. She's the one that convinced me to start podcasting. And she is very Holy Spirit led. And one of the things that she talks about, that's not even the reason I found her, but thank you, God, is that you do not have to use Use social media to grow your business. Like it really is not where you're going to find leads that are really going to stick with you for the long haul. And it's really a big waste of your time. And I am so grateful to have found her perspective because I know so many other models tell us to waste so much time on there making reels and doing lives and all of the things. And I'm sharing all of this with you because I'm going to ask you a few hard questions in a minute to look at your social media use. And if you are also, you know, someone that's trying to run an online business, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom, um, this might be relevant to you. And so that's why I'm sharing all of these details. But being back on here, I have noticed anytime I'm feeling stressed Anytime I'm feeling bored, anytime I want to avoid something, anytime I'm feeling anything negative, or just out of pure habit, I go and I click. Oh, there's Instagram. Oh, there's Facebook. Let's just click these. Let's scroll and scroll and scroll. And then I look up at the time and I'm like, what in the world just happened? And I've known this about how I feel about these places for a long time. And here I am still. And I share all of this because I don't think that any one of you is immune to these feelings. Even if you feel like you have good boundaries with it, 
I imagine you can relate to that feeling, that addiction that happens the moment that you find yourself reaching for your phone and you're like, why am I even reaching for my phone? What, what am I even doing? And, and I'm going to lead you in some questions to kind of reflect on where you're at and what kind of boundaries do you need to set with it. First, I just want to share a few points. You've probably heard them all, but just reasons that I really believe that Instagram and Facebook and whatever else social media there is, why it really is destructive. And I'm not trying to say overall they're evil and you should never, ever go on them and they're all horrible. I just have found in my life and the people I've known that mostly it only leads to destruction. Um, now, that's why we're talking about boundaries, because I believe once you have really firm, really strong, healthy boundaries in place, you can use it as a tool for your business or even for your personal life if you feel so inclined. But you have to have your eyes completely open to what is happening, and you have to be ready to be honest with yourself and figure out what those boundaries are and stick with them. Otherwise, it is only leading you to darkness. So don't stop listening and thinking, oh gosh, she's so extreme, I could never just give it up completely and I don't want to. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's reflect on what's going on so you can create some boundaries to help. We want every area of our lives to be filled with with life, to be filled with goodness. And you know, if this is going to be part of your life, let's make sure it's life-giving and it's not sucking things out of your life. Like we already have way too many things sucking our life away, right? You know, just the endless need for snacks. I'm not trying to say our children, our time sucks. I'm just saying that it can, it depletes us sometimes, right? Sometimes our kids fill us up and it's the best. And a lot of times, you know, some of the endless things that we have to do, the cleaning, cooking, whatever's on your plate, it can deplete us. And so we don't need something else depleting us, especially something that has this guise of seeming like it's adding to our life, but it's it's secretly stealing. So I'm just going to go over real quick these reasons that I... Uh, you need to pay attention to with your social media use, where I see the destruction coming from. So first is it creates a false sense of intimacy. So, you know, we are more, you've heard this before, we are more connected than ever and yet more lonely than ever. And I think that could not be more true. We have this false sense that we are connected to hundreds or thousands or however many people, but really none of it's real. None of it's genuine connection. Now, I'm not trying to say you can't form a genuine connection on one of these platforms. I'm saying that that what happens on those platforms generally is not really connected. I mean, it, you know, you see you, you a lot of people argue like, oh, but I, I see my friends pictures of their kids and and their life updates. OK, but is that really keeping you connected? Like, are you reaching out and calling that friend then or texting them about the picture? Are you staying connected in between those photos? If you are, then OK, that sounds that sounds healthy as long as, you know, you know, the rest of the boundaries are healthy. But we it, it kind of creates this this sense that we are surrounded by all kinds of people and they're close. But how many people really know what's going on with you? How many people know when you're in a fight with your husband and you just want out? How many people know when you're so overwhelmed and bogged down in motherhood and you need help? How many people do you know that you know that about them? That is what a real relationship looks like. So one of my biggest things is I just don't like how it creates this false sense of intimacy. Second, you've heard me say it, you've heard other people say it, it fuels comparison and feelings of ina inadequacy. 
Sure, we can get great ideas by going and looking at these influencers who have these amazing houses or these amazing outfits, and we can use it as inspiration, and that's great, but how often does it move from inspiration to inadequacy? How often is it starting with like, oh, I just want to get some ideas and moving to, well, uh, I don't have that or I need that because I have to have my life look like that in order to feel good enough. And, you know, I've talked to so many moms that struggle with feeling like they are never good enough as moms. And this, I believe, is the key reason. We see all of these moms doing these amazing things on these platforms, which is great. But then we take all of that and we believe that we have to be all of those things. And that's not how God designed it. Like we each have different gifts that we bring to the table. We each have different strengths with our kids. And that's why we need our kids to be surrounded by community so that those other people's gifts can be poured into them as well. But we are not made to do it all. And when we start to look at everyone and think that that's just how it should be, we just feel overwhelmed. We feel like we're not good enough. We feel like we're failing our kids. And so you've got to be careful about what social media is feeding into motherhood. What lies is it whispering into you, your ears? Okay, I could go on and on. Another one (laughs) is uh, I just really believe it triggers anxiety, like just this kind of connected to that that need for more, that need that uh, I never have enough. I never am enough. I always need something more. I'm never in a good place. I'm never satisfied. I'm never where I should be. And all of that is going to feed into this sense of anxiety. And then the last reason, I've already said it like five times, but it just is such a waste of time. Um, and, you know, sometimes I get like good things out of it. There's accounts that I follow that I'm like, holy moly, I need that marriage tip. That's so good. But how often am I gleaning those and remembering them enough to implement them? Huh? Because, right, we're constantly scrolling. So we hear something great and then we scroll to the next image and we hear something great. We scroll to the next image. How often is that really getting to the heart level where it's creating this change in us that that convicts us enough to actually move in it? You know, we it, it's, again, like this false sense of wisdom and growth, but we're not actually taking it in, swallowing it in enough to do anything with it. And so it feels like we're growing. It feels like we're moving, but it's not true. We're just getting all these ideas and checking off this box, but not actually moving and implementing and being able to walk that out. Not saying that isn't possible. If you are someone that, you know, sees that little quote and writes it down and prays over it and shares it with a friend for accountability and really, you know, grasps hold of it, then that is amazing. I think that you are the major exception to the rule, though. I think most of us do not do that. That's not how people relate to social media. They, they go to consume and not to grow, not with this growth mindset, but this just consumption, just this numbing mindset, right? That's when we go to these places is to numb out. Okay, so sorry for the rant today. Very passionate. Like I said, I, I gave you the disclaimer. When I get passionate, I get fiery. So there we are. But if you are hearing this and you're thinking, okay, I hear you, Brittany. It's, I think you're right. It's time to set some boundaries, but I don't even know where to begin. I have, let's see, seven steps, six steps to walk you through this. Okay, the first thing that you need to do is start with a fast. And I mean, no social media, 
for a certain amount of time. I would say at least 30 days, especially if this is something you struggle with. And if you're just getting started, I would do at least 30 days because you really need to cut it out of your life. You need to remember what it feels like What without that. You need to notice how much more time you have, how much less anxiety you have. And, and it really breaks that habit. Like we get into such a habit of clicking and scrolling and it just feels so normal. It feels part of our, feels like part of our day, but we have to break that cold, cut it off completely in order to really be ready to create these new boundaries. And maybe, maybe today, you know, these are the Instagram and Facebook are down right now. This is on Monday and this is probably going to be airing Thursday. So, you know, looking back to, to Monday, how did you feel? What did that feel like when both of them were down? Did it feel more peaceful? Did it give you anxiety? Are you, were you needing it constantly? I think both both sides can tell you something. And if it's that need for something, like what, what are you looking for right now? You're looking for something to numb out? You're looking for something to fill a void, to procrastinate? You're looking for connection? Because if you're looking for connection, can you reach out to a friend instead? And that brings us to our second point. The second point after you fast, do a 30-day at least fast, The second is to reflect on what this is doing in your life. What what role is it playing? Is it sucking your time? Is it fueling comparison? Is it all these things we talked about? What is it doing in your life? And when you get that clarity, you have those days to kind of away from it to reflect. You're going to be able to see more clearly what what is going on, what it's bringing to your life or what it's stealing from your life. I heard this question recently that I thought was so good. It says, are you looking into your phone more than you look into the eyes of your kids? Woo! It's a good one, huh? And you know, this can be for more than just social media. We're going to talk in a few minutes about just boundaries of their phones in general. So maybe for you, it's not social media. Maybe it's work calls or work texts, emails. Maybe it's just texting other people in general and just feeling like if someone texts you in that moment, you must reply and just feeling this constant tie to your phone. Reflect on what what do you feel when you get off of social media? Going back to social media, what do you feel? Do you feel empty? Do you feel more anxious? Do you feel regretful for wasting that time? What, what is that feeling when you get off of it? Okay, so first we're reflecting on what social media is bringing to your life or stealing from your life. The third thing is to reflect on why, if you can see those things, why are you still on it? Like, what is it, it giving you? So I guess the first one would be, what is it stealing from you? And then the third one is, what is it, bringing to your life. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're, we're clicking on it for a reason. I kind of already referenced this, but there's, there's a positive, seemingly positive reason why we are going to it. Addictions fill the void of something. Addictions bring us what we are looking for. So what is it for you? Is it, is it that trying to connect and, and needing that connection? Is it the numbing? Is it the filling the time? And when you, when you can figure this out, you can replace this because you have to fill that need. You have to replace it with something different. So then you can know what to replace it with. If it's connection, you know, maybe it's creating some relationships or leaning into something that you already have, but not on social media, on text message or a call. 
meeting up. Maybe it is an indication that you have some depression going on in your life. You're just kind of trying to avoid it. So maybe it's a sign that you need to go to therapy. Maybe it's a sign that you are feeling unfulfilled and you are ready to start work again. Maybe God is trying to call you to something and you've been ignoring it and not realizing that this discontentment you feel is actually coming from God trying to pull you somewhere else, but you're just numbing it with being on your phone. So you really need to do some good reflection. Journal this out. It's so helpful to journal. Journal it out. Talk to God about it. Bring it to some friends. Talk talk it through with some trusted friends. Come into the Facebook group. Whenever Facebook, hopefully by now it's back up, but come talk about it. Talk about your struggles. Ask people questions. What do they do? How do they know what, what it is for them? And then fourth, you really need to pray about, do you need to cut it out completely or do you need to set clear boundaries with it? And if you freaked out just now when I said cut it out completely, why are you freaking out? What is it that has such a powerful hold on your life? What do you feel like you'd be missing out on if you didn't have it in your life? Now, again, I'm not saying that's the only approach, but if you had that strong reaction, look at that. Why do you feel so strongly? Like, is it really worth freaking out like that over? Is it really worth that energy and that time that you spend on it? So really, I I encourage you to bring this question to God. Do you want me to cut this out of my life completely? And maybe it's for a season. Maybe it's for a year or two or five years. You know, I don't know, forever. Who knows? But, you know, do you, is God asking you to cut it out completely? Is that something that you want to do or need to do? Okay. And then number five, if you decide that that is not for you, you, you feel like you need to, after the fast, you need to have it in your life in some way then you've got to figure out your clear boundaries before the fast is over. So you got to set yourself up for success. And I don't, I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of really great ways to set healthy boundaries. Actually, if you go into your settings on your phone, this is for Apple phones. I don't know about other phones, but if you, for, for sure with iPhones, if you go under settings and then you go under screen time and then app limits, you can set how much per day you want your phone to allow you to be on those apps. And when that time is up, it'll give you a little notification and it'll say, do you want five more minutes? I think it's like 15 or cancel or something like that. And it'll give you that option. And so this is why you have to do the fast first, because if you don't do the fast first, it is so easy to just say ignore or five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes until you just ignore it completely. Like you've got to cut that habit, cut that addiction before you can just let your phone remind you. Otherwise, you're just going to bust through this. But figure out what healthy amount of time a day would look like and put that on your phone and that can help remind you to get off. Another great method that I have recently implemented, and I love it because I'm trying to use Instagram and Facebook for business right now because there are a lot of people on there. And so I, you know, I get it. And I love our Facebook community because it's this amazing community where we get to all be in this together and know that we're not alone on this journey. But I have to, being on there, I have to set these limits for myself. And so what I have done is remove the Facebook and Instagram apps off my phone completely. And the only time that I use them is on my laptop. And that way it just feels so much more like business. And then I can, you know, I'm, I'm in work mode when I'm on my laptop. And so I'm not just mindlessly grabbing my phone to scroll in between these moments in our day. 
And I have such better control over it with that. I, I love that. I, I've known some people that they delete the apps, but only on the weekends. So, you know, during the week, you know, it's on their phone and that works for them. And then weekends is family time. And so they delete those apps off their phone and they don't even go on at all, not even on their computer during the weekend. I think that is a great solution as well. But you've really got to figure out what works for you. Figure out what those limits are. Figure out what God is asking you to do, how you're going to step into this. And then number six is to find accountability. You can't do this alone. Oh, man. You know, our culture is so pushing us towards these things. And so, you know, you can feel kind of left out or feel like this is silly to even get out of this if you're not doing this with other people that are trying to fight this fight. So make sure you are bringing someone else in on this journey with you. Come into the Facebook group. Maybe we'll start a challenge. We can do like a 30-day no challenge. We're in the Facebook groups. I don't know how that will work, but we'll figure out something where you can find some other people that want to join in this with you. And make sure you're not trying to do this alone. It's not going to work. Okay, so number one, start with a fast. Number two, reflect on what social media is stealing from your life. Number three, reflect on what social media is is adding to your life or why you need it. What are you getting out of it? Number four, ask yourself, do you need to cut it out completely or do you need to set clear boundaries? Number five, figure out what your clear boundaries are if you're not cutting it off completely. And then number six, find accountability. And, and in general, too, you're going to have to figure out boundaries with your phone because even when we get rid of those apps, sometimes our phones just have that pull. So we go to them for things we don't even realize. So make sure you have good boundaries with your phone. Don't have it at the dinner table. Put it completely away from the dinner table so if it buzzes, you don't notice it. And, there, you know, there's even like phone baskets people have. So during the day, they put their phone in the basket so they're not constantly carrying it around with them and constantly looking at it. So find some strategies to just just break this addiction to our phones. They don't need to rule us. What is that bringing to our lives? I know this is a lot of heavy stuff today. I am excited for you. I can't wait to hear what God is speaking to you. Come into the Facebook group. Let's talk about this. Let's figure out a strategy to do this together. Again, I can't wait to see you there. Love you, Mama. If you've found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.